David, you put on the column, The Greatest Threat Posed by Trump. Uh, maybe you can go directly to talking about what that threat is in your estimation. Yeah. You know, I did not focus on the policies of a Trump administration. I do think that there would be wild political conflict in a second Trump term. Um, but what I am most concerned about is hit the ongoing cultural transformation I see in Red America, a transformation that I think a second Trump term could render unstoppable. And to be clear, I'm not talking about sort of the the millions of people I know, and including friends of mine, who have retained their kindness, their integrity, and their good sense, even though you know they voted for Trump in the past and will likely vote for Trump in the future. No, I'm talking about what is happening in the re, the core MAGA base. And in that core MAGA base, what we're seeing is that the legacy of a second Trump term could be really, truly a conviction on the part of millions of Americans that Trumpism, as I wrote in the piece, isn't just a temporary political expediency, but the model for Republican political success, and even worse, a model for the way that God wants Christian believers to practice politics. Because one thing that I have seen is eight, over the last eight years is that supporting Trump, especially amongst his core supporters, Supporting Trump is degrading the character of a lot of Americans because they're having to lie, they're having to go along with lies, and it's really distressing to see the impact it's having on people's hearts and minds. Uh, let me give you a little bit of a challenge about that because if there is one thing that I think cost uh, Hillary Clinton her campaign for the presidency in 2016, it was the use of the term a basket of deplorables. <laughs> right. And it, it was her tendency to not just insult Trump, and that's kind of normal, that's what candidates do to one another, but to insult his supporters, to say that there was something wrong with them, that they were uh, morally compromised. And is that in any sense what you as a a resident, you grow up in uh, and and live in red America, right? I mean, you're living in Tennessee, which is not a state that uh, President Biden hopes to carry. Uh, is is your assessment about you believe the morally corruptive aspect of Trump's candidacy? Is that not close to the basket of deplorables dismissal? of his supporters? Uh, well, it is close, but let me just say this. Um, I'm not a politician. I'm not, here I'm not out here trying to win an election. And what I would say about Hillary's comment is that it was impolitic, but it wasn't necessarily false. Now, one thing about it is Hillary was not saying that everybody who supports Donald Trump is behaving deplorably or is deplorable. The, the the reality is, though, that there are many people who support Donald Trump who de behave deplorably. <laughs> now, I know there are many people who support Joe Biden who behave deplorably. But what we are seeing, Michael, is a is a culture created around Donald Trump that is aggressive, that is punitive, that is cruel, that is vicious. And it's having an effect on real people. And somebody has to say it. You can't sit there and live in a democracy and say, well, the, the people are always right. Um, no, 
that is not the case at all. Sometimes the people are wrong, and sometimes people are wrong. And one of the things that I have seen is I have seen with my own eyes that Trump in many ways is one of the most culturally – is probably the most culturally influential single human being in red America right now. And his influence is not good. It's a terrible influence on Americans. And, you know, you can't just sort of say, well, don't tell – don't say what you believe to be true because it sounds similar to something that Hillary Clinton said. No, my job is to say what I believe to be true no matter who it sounds like. Um, but I am seeing an impact on people's characters here in Red America, and it it just feels weird to not talk about it because it's so obvious and apparent. Well, given the limited time we have, what is the most apparent and most obvious a negative impact on this question of American character where you believe that uh, President Trump has had and continues to have a very negative impact? Cruelty cruelty, Um, the use of vicious personal insults, uh, threats, intimidation. That is what I see. And it's not just aimed at public officials. So, you know, I have friends who will make an innocent comment on Facebook um, in support or, you know, in opposition to something that Trump has said or done. And the vitriol, the viciousness, not polite disagreement, but just cruelty, personal insults that come cascading down upon them, often coming from people doing it in the name of Jesus Christ. It's just obvious, and it's everywhere. It's everywhere. And it's, uh, and so that is the number one actual consequence that I have seen, cultural consequences, an escalating level of cruelty. When you talk about, uh, in your column, you quote a passage from Galatians in the New Testament where you talk about the fruit of the Spirit. And the fruit of the Spirit is characterized by love, joy, peace, patience, kindness, goodness, faithfulness, gentleness, and self-control. Which of those does uh, President Trump uh, exemplify best? <laughs> None. <laughs> None at all. It's it's that's the problem is that you're talking about a person that so many people admire, who does not exhibit the fruit of the spirit. Instead, he exhibits the works of the flesh: hatred, strife, jealousy, outbursts of anger, selfish ambitions. That's Trumpism to a T. Then those are the works of the flesh. You don't see love, joy, peace, patience, kindness around Donald Trump at all. <laughs> 